Welcome to the Business That's Story Built podcast. I'm your host, Christy Bilbrey, a marketing strategist and brand story expert. My goal is to help you understand exactly what sets you apart from your competitors and how to confidently and authentically share that with the world. Your stories are what draw in your audience and keep them coming back for more of you and what you offer. In the business world, the top storytellers grow the top businesses. Let's chat about how to share your stories to grow your business. Years ago, I thought I was going to start a business in the private aviation industry. To get street cred, or more like air cred, I decided I wanted to get my private pilot's license. Plus, I just thought it would be the most amazing feeling ever, and had heard my cousin, who's a pilot, talk about how there is nothing like that feeling of flying up close and personal. So I took the first step. Remember, I said this was years ago. I went on Groupon and I bought a one-hour flight lesson. My cousin came with me, although he thought it was best if somebody else teach me, even though he had the license to do it. I drove way out into the middle of nowhere to a small airfield, met my cousin, and we went over to the hangar for my lesson. I took one look at the plane and it looked nothing like all the planes I had learned about that people use for private flights. This plane was from the mid 60s. It was an itty bitty prop plane and I just hoped that it would stay intact for the flight. Once I overcame that fear, the pilot began showing me the different parts of the plane that I needed to learn how to use for the flight. My adrenaline started flowing and what felt like about five seconds of getting my bearings with the instruments was probably around 10 to 15 minutes. I saw my cousin nodding at everything the instructor was saying so that at least assured me that the instructor seemed to know what he was talking about. And then we got in the plane and turned it on. And with his guidance, I did pretty much everything. Takeoff, flying, turning to the right, turning to the left, trying not to get too dizzy, and eventually landing. <laughs> I was sweating like crazy the whole time, and it felt like we were up there for an eternity, but it was probably 30 to 40 minutes. By the time we landed and I got out of the plane, my hands were trembling and locked up. I hadn't realized how much I had white knuckled it the entire time I was in the cockpit. Unlike my cousin's first flight, which left him chomping at the bit for more, I felt like I had survived a terrifying situation and I was just grateful that I didn't kill us by crashing. I'm sure the instructor would have stepped in before that, but over lunch afterward, my cousin told me that when I was landing, I came so close to a power line that he was shocked I didn't hit it and he was really surprised that the instructor didn't say or do anything about it at the time. Let's just say I was glad to get through it and to have the experience that I tried it, but it's likely not something that I will do again. While there are still many things in life that I haven't tried yet and would like to, I've jumped into quite a few experiences that surprise others that they um, either don't want to or are too scared to do. Here's what I've come to realize. Many people don't do things in life that they want to because they feel they are risky. And what I've learned is that regardless of what you do or don't do, 
Standing still can be just as risky as jumping into something that many others see as risky. We can fully prepare and, you know, be thoughtful about it, but then we need to move into action. Typically, we aren't going to know if it was the right decision or not until afterward. Sometimes that's years or decades later. And many around us will cast judgment and share what they would or wouldn't have recommended. There's a famous quote from President Teddy Roosevelt that you probably have heard, the man in the arena. It says, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there's no effort without error or shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. I have spent so many years, most of my life, really wondering, am I going to make the right decisions? And how are other people going to perceive those decisions? Sometimes I don't realize that that is my thought process until afterward. I now know that regardless of what I do or why I do something, people will always judge. There will always be critics and you can't worry about them. I know it can be difficult because sometimes that's a spouse or another close family member and that can really hurt and discourage you to hear their lack of faith and trust or just filling you with fear. So find someone who will support you and lean on them. Over the last couple years, I've become really fascinated with 19th century American history. Growing up, I mostly learned about the Civil War during 19th century American history and little else. And while that is extremely important to our nation's history, I have found there's also a ton of other amazing history that took place during this time. It was the era of pioneers heading west to a completely unknown life. They were surrounded by danger, scarce resources, and there was only a slight possibility of a better future. I, I just love these people. I love learning about them. And especially because in the business world, with constant advancement of technology and what's possible, it really is a new form of pioneering that future generations will look back on and wonder how we did it. I mean, I came from the generation that went from analog to digital while I was in the process of growing up. So it is exciting, but it's also easy to feel frustrated because the path ahead isn't clear. It is overwhelming at times, and it can feel frustrating because it feels like the rules keep changing with marketing, growing a business online, but it's also promising. I cannot imagine the mindset required of people who made the decision in the 19th century to leave their 
homes, their families, safety, known resources, and set out for their chance to achieve the the American dream. Most of us don't have to risk nearly what they did, but yes, our life may look a little different than our peers who pursue a more traditional route. I'm not saying either one is right or wrong, but I want to remind you, if you feel compelled to do something differently and it looks different than everybody around you and it may feel like the riskier path, just remember everything is a risk. Staying at a traditional job that you don't know how long it'll be around or if you'll get downsized is also risky. Choosing not to step out now and do what you feel compelled to do can be just as risky. If someone doesn't exercise because they risk injury, they may end up having health issues because they chose a sedentary life. So there is risk in being alive, but don't miss out on the opportunities all around you because they involve risk and they may not be considered the safe route. Everything is a risk. So take advantage of the time, the ideas, the resources, the energy that you have right now to create the opportunities that you seek. I hope this speaks to and encourages those of you who feel compelled to do something different but might not see the light at the end of the tunnel yet, and maybe those around you think you're crazy. It's the crazy ones who make the difference and do what others thought wasn't possible. So keep going, stay focused, And let's all try to enjoy the journey as it's unfolding. Truth time. Does your marketing sound the same as everyone else and blend into the background? What if you learned how to translate your heart experience and vision into marketing that helps people understand exactly what sets you apart from others and why they want to work with you specifically? Enter Authentic Marketing. This is my six-month one-to-one coaching program where we map out your goals and strategy, and then we do the work together. Let's combine the pieces of your story that naturally and conversationally inspire and move your audience to take the next step with you. Become an Authentic Marketing Master who confidently walks into new situations and shares marketing content that defines your uniqueness and draws people to your offer. If this sounds like what you need to take your business to the next level, apply today for my authentic marketing coaching program. I'm only opening a few slots, so make sure to apply today for a free call to find out if this program is right for you. Go to bit.ly forward slash Bilbrey Marketing, or find the link at christybilbrey.com and on my Instagram page. My handle is Christy Bilbrey. <laughs>